Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Eight o'clock hour here on DFW Sports Station 105.3. The fan, Sean Shreve, Ralph James Choppy, and Roberto Belts. We got Peyton and Ryan in the back. We are live on the fan cam, Twitch, and YouTube. And some Tolo's saying you guys uh, sound a little bit more chipper than I was expecting after yesterday. It's not surprising with RJ. It's probably surprising for Bobby and myself because uh, we're more miserable and angry. Um, I went to therapy, had a good day, worked through some issues, you know, we're champions, man. Yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out why I'm in a little bit better mood. I'm trying to like shift the blame to the roster. I'm trying to tell myself Belichick would never have come here anyway. Uh, I'm trying to remind myself that we have McCarthy on every Friday. Um, (laughs) and maybe it's just because it is a Friday and we're heading into the weekend. It is. It's a Friday. Uh, we, we're going to have him on anyway, like you said. We think. I, yeah. <laughs> we'll get, we'll get, that, that'll be a separate topic. Separate topic. Having on McCarthy and Jerry after what we've said. What we said. You know, time heals all wounds, they say. Uh, but, uh, look, it's just, you know, it's, it's a good day. We're, again, again, we're champions. At the end of the day, oh. that's all that matters. <laughs> I'm getting I got we're, it. Champion, I got it. We know we have a championship culture we've built. We you just guys, don't have anything to show. We don't for have it. a championship, but we're champions, man. You guys should see the mansion I've built that I live in. I finally got into a house with my family. I mean, it's an apartment, but you know, I, I live in a mansion theoretically. <laughs> very big. It's a very big building. Yeah, the yeah. building itself would look like a wonderful house. That was all in sarcastic response to McCarthy's presser yesterday. But we'll take a little cowboy break. Let's pick the games. I think we all ended up even with two losses, I think. Didn't everybody pick? Wasn't I the only one who picked Tampa? Yeah, but you picked the you picked the Rams. Right, but then you guys had all picked. Uh, and we all lost Dallas. Yeah, so I you guys all ended up Tampa. with three. Okay, then you had two. I picked. Hang on, I, I wrote it down. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think with Tampa, maybe I did end up with three. Because Cleveland, Tampa, Dallas. Cleveland, Tampa, Dallas. Or Cleveland, Philly, Dallas were the ones you picked up. Okay, so right now after one week, could be Pepe leading the way or Pepe and Bobby? I'm four and two. Okay, so, Sean, you picked Cleveland, Kansas City, Buffalo, Detroit, Dallas. So two losses, Cowboys and and, and Cleveland. And Tampa I picked. Yes, and uh, yeah, I didn't write that. I mean, we didn't didn't pick the Philly game until Monday morning. That's That's why. Yeah, I think I picked Philly. I picked Cleveland, Kansas City, Buffalo, Detroit, Dallas. I had two losses. Bobby picked Houston, Kansas City, Buffalo, Rams, Cowboys. So we had one loss, right? And then I don't know what how you <laughs> two losses. Wednesday, two uh, losses. eight o'clock. Your your brain freezes up or does well, something. It's it's it's, it's crazy. This, this is the beauty here. Okay, <laughs> I don't read. 
Like, is it making me wonder over the last 12 years what I've relied on you for, like, math and the nerd numbers? And now I'm petrified to think back what you I just don't finish the sentence. Here's here's how we say it. Did you pick Philly or Tampa? I don't remember. I probably You just said you picked Philly. You picked Philly. Philly. Peyton, who did you pick? Tampa. Tampa. Okay, so we picked Tampa. We have two losses. Y'all have three. Yes. That's where we're at. All right, so we'll let you start then, Roberto, as we go around the room for picks. Straight up, not with spreads or anything. Texans at Ravens. Baltimore. I'm rooting for Houston the rest of the way. I like it, but Baltimore's so good. Um, and that's gonna be a really tough environment. I think the success of the Texans has already been achieved. The fact that they got to the playoffs and not only got to the playoffs, but that they won, uh, and that Stroud has done the things that he's done, that D'Amico Ryans has done the things that he's done. We saw the uh the awesome clip of D'Amico Ryans, the mic'd up segment telling Christian Harris, hey, Watch Joe Flacco's eyes. Just follow him. Stand here. The ball will be there. You're going to have a pick six. Very next drive. He's standing right there. Follows the quarterback's eyes. Picks it off. It shows the difference that somebody like Tamika Ryans has made there in Houston. Uh, but ultimately, Baltimore has been the best team in the AFC pretty much all year. So I've got the Ravens. Hey, yeah, straight up, I got the Ravens. I mean, I think CJ Stroud, I've seen enough of him. I mean, he, he's going to keep that game close. That nine and a half point spread is incorrect, in my opinion. I don't think it's the, nine and a half. It's nine, nine and a half. Keep, you, you get I would places, hammer the it, Texans, man. It was at uh, it was at eight. The sharps hammered. Ha- everyone's on Texas. The sharps hammered Baltimore. Yeah, yeah Warren Sharp is a consultant for them. That right. No, no, but the, so the the professional betters. This is one of those pros versus Joe's games. Okay. Cowboys like that. Majority of the tickets against Buffalo were on the Cowboys. The money was on Buffalo. So the, the sharps. Profe- sharps. Sharps. So the professional betters. We're betting Buffalo over the Cowboys. The public was betting the Cowboys. Okay. Always follow the pros. Okay. And in this one, the public is on Houston. The pros are betting Baltimore. Oh. Okay. With the points. With the points. All right. Your pick. I'm going with Baltimore. Um, so my guy, uh, my guy Bo, handicapper, said Baltimore. He started logging uh, in 2015. Everything computerized, right? This is the best team since 2015, according to all four metrics that they use to determine Vegas point spreads. Baltimore is the best team since 2015. Wow. So, these two teams played to start off the year. My buddy in Baltimore said, CJ's the real deal. I said, they scored nine points, you doofus. He had 5.5 a pass. He didn't throw a touchdown. What are you talking about? He said, I'm just telling you, CJ is the real deal. He ended up being right. Oh, no. I'm picking the Houston Texans. This is going to be the, he's already, I love it. He's already a game on him. Oh, well, look, I I at least, (laughs) I at least think that, I at least think that Houston is going to terrify them. I could end up being wrong, but if I was betting, I would be a sucker and bet with the rest of the Joes. And against the Sharps, mm. I think we are going to be. For, what's the weather forecast? Let me ask that first, because I think we could be coming in here Monday with a CJ Stroud legendary moment. Uh, that's how much well, I. That's it, how much I love this kid. But what is the weather? Uh, let's see. It Thirty-three is, degree high, sunny, or uh, twenty-seven degrees. Yeah, and sunny. I think. I think if I was if I was still gambling, I would take Houston. Run with Houston in the points. Um, but I'll I'll pick the shocker. I'll pick the shocker and stick with my Baltimore playoff mantra that the Ravens don't get it done. So that'll be my stunner. And I'm rooting for the Texans as well because I like CJ and D'Amico that much. But I think we'll be coming in here saying, my God, this is the next, this guy. 
Packers at San Francisco. Roberto. Uh, yeah, I mean, San Francisco, I think, has a cakewalk to the Super Bowl. And so uh, I'm going to pick San Francisco in a fairly convincing victory. Is there anything that Green Bay did against us that you think could carry over and apply? Like everything I just said about C.J. Stroud could apply to Jordan Love as well. Like Saturday is the day of the new generation quarterbacks. Like get Trevor Lawrence and Justin Herbert the hell out of mm-hmm. here and let's throw C.J. Stroud and Jordan Love in the mix. I really like Jordan Love, and I think that there's things about the Packers that are really intriguing and interesting. I still, to this day, say, uh, like, and I'm going to continue to say, as well as Green Bay played, like, Dallas just, like, completely the bed. wet the bed. Yeah, and so because of that, that's that's what it was going to take for them to have that kind of performance they did. I just I don't see how San Francisco lets this one slip away. Whenever they've got everybody healthy, they've been completely dominant for two years yeah. now. So uh, I got the 49ers pretty convincingly yeah same here i got the 49ers i don't think it's close the 49ers are not the uh, the cowboys they don't be they're not unprepared they don't check out and playoff games i mean and kyle shanahan said it. he got two extra quarters to prepare i think that's really all they really <laughs> need there so i had the 49ers win this one with a nine and a half point spread for both of these games if you had to take the underdog with the points you would feel better about houston versus green bay no i feel better about green bay take it with the points mm. with the points okay uh but i, I don't i don't necessarily like either team yeah. Um. I, I would. This is a game where I would tease it down. You can move the line six points in any direction. I would tease it down to get, you know, San Fran by three and a half, and then take the under and bump it up to fifty eight or so or something like that. So, I'll take San Fran. I honestly think Green Bay is is a is a is a live dog. Uh, they had that chance to to pull an upset. I think Jordan Love is as good. I, I think I think they may. Ha- you can make a case they have the quarterback advantage in this game as much as I like Purdy. Woo! Love can do things. Any anytime I see a quarterback out there doing a sidearm throw, I know they're just built different, man. They, they're just different. There are some guys who just don't do that. Or reckless. Uh, well, maybe could be, could be. So I think they, there's a chance they have a quarterback advantage. But give me San Fran. I'm gonna pick San Francisco as well, but I'm rooting for Jordan Love to light up and shock the world like he did against us Sunday, two o'clock. Bucks at Lions. Is anyone? Going to take Tampa. I, I think Tampa's going to make it a fight, but I, I mean, like, I, I would not. This has an upset potential. Six and uh, a half point spread. But no, I, I'm going to take the Lions in this one. I, I just, Detroit is playing really well. They've clearly got the energy behind them. I think it ends next weekend for Detroit when they get it to San Francisco, but ultimately, yeah, I think they take this one. Playing but outside, I, I do think it's close. Playing outside as well. Florida team going right, to Detroit. Yes. Those elements. Those elements. Yeah, I, I can't trust Baker on the road, so I got the Lions in this one. Oh, you know what, though? I can root for Baker. Baker Mayfield assassinated uh, C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Yeah, we have to play this clip that Choppy pulled. C.J. Gardner-Johnson was saying, oh, the Bucks got great receivers. If only they had a quarterback, and he's bringing up Russell Gage. Baker Mayfield responded. I don't think he's really watched film because uh, he mentioned Russell Gage. You know, we love Russell because Russell hasn't played a snap all year for us. Uh, he must be going off the preseason stuff that the media was talking about, but he didn't play our first game, so I'm excited to see him. I think he's a really good player. Um, he has been for a while. He's been an impactful guy on every team he's been on, so he, he's uh, he's a good player, but yeah, he's got to do a little bit more film study. Dude, he Man. said it. Like, he says stuff stone yeah. cold. He ain't the guy that you want to put a chip on his shoulder he's already got one anyway he's baker's like that one guy like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna trash poke talk. the bear right I don't, I don't want i don't want any part of that because you know baker he was number one pick for a reason um 
I don't think they have, I don't think they're gonna win this game. I would probably lean Detroit on the uh on the bet too, on the six and a half. It's a great number for a favorite. It's a terrible number for a dog. Uh but yeah, give me Detroit. I'm gonna go Lions as well. He uh he channeled his Jason Garrett there. He's been a really good player for a long time. Yeah. Like he gave it to his wall also saying he's trash. Chiefs Bills again, as Patrick Mahomes was talking about this as the new Manning Brady. And it's setting up almost identical because Manning uh, Brady won the first two matchups at home. And then finally, Manning got one at home. And then that was the first time he beat him in the playoffs. And the home team won every game in the playoffs in their rivalry. All five playoff games, the home team won every one. I think it sets up very, very similar. I am very concerned, though, at the of the end of that Pittsburgh game. Buffalo got banged up big time, and Pittsburgh started throwing the ball all over the place. Um, so I think Mahomes and Kelsey and Rice could absolutely attack the middle of that field. I was thinking of leaning Kansas City, but I just – I'm my heart's going to say Buffalo. I want Buffalo. Yeah, this sets up really well for Buffalo, finally, the way that they've played at the end of the season and, you know, how they've kind of rallied around all the drama that had gotten stirred up with that football team. Um, but ultimately, I, I just – I don't I don't believe that they're going to be able to overcome the mental hurdle. And, and I think that there's a lot of – I think there's a growing chip on the shoulder of Kansas City people of, like, it's the motivation they've needed of, oh, now you think we can't – do you it. think Kansas City's going to win? I'm taking Kansas City. Ooh. Ooh, I disagree, Bobby. First time today I disagree with you. I think the Bills take it. You know, they finally get Mahomes on the road here. I don't know how exactly Mahomes will play in that First road, road environment. First road Yeah. Crazy. Hasn't had a win yet on the road. You know, disappointing. But um, hasn't had a loss either. But I will have the Bills. I, f- I feel even better about my pick then if Peyton's picking that. So. <laughs> this, um, this is tough. This feels like a, a possible Buffalo collapse. It's setting up for... Stephon Diggs drama. It's setting up for that gutty championship effort for Mahomes. Um, you know, not having the horses and still emerging victorious to do it again and have the Arrowhead Invitational uh, for the AFC Championship game. Uh, only if they play Houston, yeah. Only if they play Houston. I'm still going to go Buffalo. I don't feel great about it. Uh, I think this is an ugly, tight one. I'm going to go Buffalo. So there it is. Uh, divisional dud weekend, possibly RJ Choppy. Could be. I mean, because none have... of these games, right? Like, if if you're thinking Texas Ravens could be the best one, that's not a great setup. I mean, Chiefs, Bills, Texans, Ravens. But it, you got the Buccaneers in there. You got the Packers in there. Even you could say the Texans in there. It lacks sex appeal. Well, the, yeah, and and look, I was going, I was. Going through some stuff for my BetQL show. Well, well. Uh, and usually the divisional round weekend is the best weekend on the NFL calendar. It's not even close. Yep. And on paper, I think this is just a, a dud waiting to happen. It, or it could be. You have three games with the spread of a touchdown or more in the divisional round. I don't. I I went back. I can't find one. Ooh. that was like that. Uh, where you have three games that are at least six or more. Uh, and then the other game is Mahomes and Allen, which I mean is. The, the Brady Manning, but you know, Josh better start winning some of these playoff games like Peyton did, unless he wants to take a real back seat. And you know, I and I don't blame like there's nothing the league could do. This is not a league for league can't be blamed for this, but you know, we've got every game but one of the wild card round determined by double digits. And now a weekend where three f- games are favored by six or more. I mean, that's not good. Stars were a dud. We may have gotten the World Cup. 
and the leftovers from the junk drawer before Below the Belt, next on Sean and RJ. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome in to another post-game edition of Spits and Suds here on 105.3. The fan Jake Ottinger made 38 saves in the loss. That's going to do it for tonight's edition of Spits and Suds. Thanks for listening, everyone. There you go. <laughs> That's great. The Hockey Hawks <laughs> shutting it down after the Stars got shut down by Filthy 5-1 to begin a four-game road trip. They were outshot 14-1 to in the first period, and Gavin thinks, you know, maybe this was the worst performance of the entire year. Last time they had just one official shot on net, first period, in the first period, home opener in 2016. And after the game, when asked about the Tyler Sagan goal that made it 2-1, to one, fool's gold was the quote. So mm-hmm. that is, uh, that's Gavin Spittle with Spits and Suds. If you need more Stars content, but they get worked. By the Flyers, Ralph. They do. The Flyers have played well. They won five straight. It was straight. fast. It was hard. It was fast and hard. <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, Otter's back now. You know, he's he's got uh, what four games under his belt, uh, and they've lost uh, well, well, a couple of them, but he's still getting his uh, sea legs under him. I'm excited though. We have the hottest team in hockey that we are going to go see in Vegas at the Super Bowl. Edmonton won. They won last night. They've won twelve straight. We were writing them off at the start of the year. We were like, what the hell? Why is Edmonton so bad with all those players? Yeah, well, they're they're back. George LaRock's been really good for them. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been awesome. Nice. Why don't you tell us about the 2026 World Cup final uh, that apparently is coming to Arlington. <sighs> we haven't gotten like a 1,000% confirmation, but this is starting to leak and came out yesterday. Yep. Actually, I don't want Bobby to talk about Why? it at no, all. No, 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 no. The old checker ball is coming to AT&T Stadium. We're finally going to see a world championship played in Arlington. Uh, it's sure. it's very exciting. Um, you know, it's it's like they've always said. Um, all right, you know, shut up. Let's Turn do this. Let's Soccer do this checker town, ball. Soccer town. Uh, you did homework on this like yeah. a good co-host. So, you know, SoFi in L.A. was the favorite, but there was a disagreement between L.A. and FIFA. And basically, the LA folks, uh, their their committee backs out of it, mm. which leaves, which left the uh, the New York metropolitan area, DFW, Vegas was a part of this too, and you know 
MetLife found out they were going to have to remove some seats, like 1,700 seats, because the way – you've been to MetLife, right? Yep. It's I guess the stands are closer to the field than they are at AT&T on the lower level. Yeah, not a great football environment. So there wasn't, I guess, going to be the, the room they wanted uh, for that final. So instead of having to remove seats, and it's already a smaller stadium, they could fit 100,000 people in here, and it's going to be temperature control, which – some soccer fans may not like. They want this game to be played outdoors. I know we're a non-traditional soccer market, but location centrally located in the U.S., uh, the entire FIFA hub is going to be here. So when they... We have fly- so many hubs in the Metroplex. Yeah, so College like, football. Yep, college football does their stuff here. Uh, we, we you know, Obviously, the Big 12 is based here. So all, all these hubs are... Are here? Isn't the PGA? Uh, well, not Good the job. PGA Tour. Good job. The PGA of America, which is if you, if you don't follow golf, sure. you're stunned to find out they're completely different. Mm-hmm. But the pro, the, the the guys on TV, they don't play on the PGA that's in Frisco. They play on the PGA that's in Florida. That makes total sense. It makes total sense. It's PGA Tour versus PGA of America. So a lot of hubs here. They're going to hub here for the uh, for the World Cup. So it's great. We get this game here, and maybe the great Bennett Glazer will invite us. To the World Cup. Start kissing up to Cowboys, Joe Trahan. Oh, Joe is going to love this. Oh, my God. He oh, is yeah. going to, he, he, he All loves it. All the media it. requests he's going to get, he's going to oh. be so thrilled. No, he's going to insult yes. everyone. Like, oh, now you, now you just, want us. You, now you want to come yeah. to, you want to come to the cool event. Yeah, you don't support you FC Dallas. Now you want to come to uh, AT&T. I love just going to ESPN's soccer page and reading whatever the headline is. And then the next time I see Joe asking him whatever's in the headline, like what the hell's up with man you dude? Like what is going on with them? Did you see that <laughs> game today? Let's get to the junk drawer. Did you know that Benjamin Franklin invented the junk drawer? Junk it. The things that we weren't able to get to for the rest of the week, we're hitting you with them now here on Sean, RJ, and Bobby. Choppy praising California. 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 Very D- place. Directions, Gen Z driving, Bobby with the furries, uh, avalanching, changing clothes. We have all of it for you right here on 105.3 The Fan. All right, let's just get right to it. Uh, I am not a man that is too proud to give props when it is warranted. Um mm. Yes, I am, but I'm going to do it here. <laughs> uh, Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, very bad place. Uh, he made the right move, and he saved America. He saved America from soft people. He has said that he will veto a bill that state house Democrats very bad are trying to put on his desk that will ban tackle football in the state for anyone under 12 years old. Oh. And yes. you're supporting this softness. I am supporting this, this anti-ban. So he is saying we will not ban tackle football in California, even though. Oh, wait, we will not ban it. Right. So the the, the, the Under house, 12, they're going to allow to. Right. So they, they, are, they are wanting to put a bill on his desk for him to sign that would ban tackle football. Yes. Under 12. He said he will veto any bill okay. that sets the ban Tackle football. I thought you would support this. Well, look now, personally, now listen. You understand oh, geez. what I personally believe and what is right as a governor is completely different. Okay. I do not let my kids play football under twelve years old. Tackle. They play flag. My, my middle schooler, he's fourteen. He plays tackle football. Under twelve, eh? Your kid's in the middle school broken his hand twice in flag football. No, no, he broke it in tackle. Oh, I uh, thought you didn't let him play. No, my older one. Yeah, he's in middle school. He plays oh, middle Luca, school. Luca. Um. Now, Julian broke his arm playing soccer. Okay. 
Okay. Soccer at recess. Mm. Broke his arm. Two football players. All right. <laughs> Different kind of football. But just because I don't let my kids play under 12 doesn't mean I don't think it should be allowed for anybody. You make your own decision on what's best for your children. Shouldn't be up to me. I support this. You know, we don't need a ban on it. If somebody wants to let their kid play football at nine years old tackle, let them play football. Doesn't mean I have to let them play. So I, I support Governor Newsom in this one. I get down I can't with this. I said that. Jacob uh, would play, I think he was 12 when he played tackle football and he was doing a tackling drill in practice and he got a concussion got his bell rung pretty bad oh god I imagine the belts reacting to that oh yeah what imagine, does that mean imagine yeah. cra- g- g- <laughs> no 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 <laughs> no Kristen no, well, well maybe Kri- Kristen did uh, yeah. but no me I was just like okay he, Bobby, he, Bobby, fast walking out to the yep, field, yeah, like standing over him, and flailing those arms. Kristen going because he walks with his palms facing back, and yeah. his outer art, he walks like this, and he flicks it. <laughs> he flicks it. He does. He just flicks them up and down. <laughs> you do not want to see smoke coming from a building with the belts. That's, no, that's the last. That's what, that's what was going on yesterday. Smoke coming from our kitchen when the the oh dishwasher exploded on uh, us. He ran out of here. I thought we had a trade. I didn't or know what the was going dishwasher on. Dishwasher exploded. She's calling him in the middle of the segment. Well, she calling. Called, she called me during the break, and I'd seen, I'd missed it, and then I saw smoke in a video, and I was like, "Well, what the hell is this? I gotta call him." All right, out. Uh, furries. Here's an here, here's a bill that I'm in favor of. Gavin Newsom's gonna veto the tackle football bill. Chop. Yeah. Here's what I like. You guys are familiar with furries? Yes. No. No. Oh, gosh. I had no idea what you were talking about Ooh, last night. Oh, boy. All right. So the furries are basically this. It's a, a stupid modern thing where, uh, as WebMD describes it, furries are people who identify with animals who have human characteristics like cartoon characters. Over the past several decades, they formed a growing and inclusive community that offers acceptance, friendship, and the opportunity to express themselves. So basically, these are the people who, like, walk around all the time, with, like, attaching tails to themselves, and they feel like, you know, or, or like, oh, wearing animal I, ears. Uh, not that they believe they are animals or they identify as the animal. going to get us in trouble. No, I'm not. This is a real thing. This is what furries are. But what I like So there are people that identify like I, I not I as they, they 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 feel a connection or, or or they feel comfortable like within that space. Yeah. That not that they say I am a dog, right. but that okay. they <laughs> walk around dressed like a dog and they they have little like dog like characteristics and behave like that. Yeah. It's I'm sorry, I'll say it's weird. Okay. Yeah. It just is. So this Oklahoma bill fetishy. Yeah, this Oklahoma bill, uh, before the 2024, and this is from the Oklahoma, before the 2024 Oklahoma legislative sessions begin, thousands of bills will be fill, filed, and most will never come close to becoming law. One Oklahoma lawmaker, Rep. Justin Humphrey from Lane, decided to file a bill targeting furries or people in a subculture interested in anthropomorphic animal characters in Oklahoma schools. So his bill would basically require that in order for these furries to get picked up from school, uh, animal control services shall be contacted to remove the students. Shut up. <laughs> really? Animal control would come pick up the kids? It's never going to go anywhere. It's clearly just a, yeah. like, a guy being kind of a jackass, but knowing that it's never actually going to be put into law, it makes me laugh that somebody would write this bill that says, uh, no bus rides home, either the parents or animal control has to come pick you up. Animal control. That's unbelievable. Like <laughs> I've seen stories like uh, grown men wearing like diapers. Like, they walk around in diapers. They just want to act like babies. <laughs> yeah. It's weird, dude. Pay, pay. Yeah, so this was left over from the payload. We have a debate in Australia, and it kind of carries over to the U.S. too. It, it's the debate of if, what do you do with a screaming child that's throwing a tantrum in a restaurant or like a, a so, an owner of a business, you know? 
because this business owner of a gelato shop in Australia kicked that entire family out because the five-year-old was throwing a tantrum. Ooh, Do you just deal wow. with it? Is it just how... Hey, it was the, one five-year-old throwing the tantrum? Just one kid that was screaming, and the parents, I guess, weren't trying to calm him down at all, which, I mean, that might lead to another debate the parents if yeah. the parents are trying and it's just not succeeding it's different but if they're just letting the kid do what they're doing what do you do in that situation it's mortifying uh, i can't tell you when we had when our kids were little when we would go out to dinner well, first of all you go out to dinner with as when you have children young kids you go out to dinner at like four o'clock yeah because you don't want to have anybody else i will only go in uh well ollie's fine now thank god yeah but before I would only go and sit down if it was a corner table, a place he could get down and walk around. Yeah, and he would not. He would not stay seated. He would not sit nope. in a high chair. And super early because I don't want anybody in there to witness the menace that is young children, at least my kids. Yep. But when we would sit down, we knew what we were going to order. We would order it, and as soon as the food came, we would ask for a to-go box on the bill, <laughs> and we were out of there. We want we we like if we got out of there in thirty minutes with no screaming, it was a win. Yeah, I take him outside. I threaten. We go back inside. If he doesn't stop, we leave. It's incumbent upon the parent to leave. You have some people who I'm sure don't give a damn, and they're like, no, I'm sitting in here, and it's going to be your job to listen to the yelling, screaming tantrum. My wife gets mortified, so we would would, uh, have to go ahead and get up out of there. Yeah, it's it's tough. When you just hear tantrum and stories like these, like, there are levels to tantrums and just how bad they are and how distracting they are and how much is the parent actually doing to calm down the disturbance to everybody else. Like, I understand, like, I think generally the people who who complain about the there's a baby crying on an airplane, like, there's only so much that parent can do. And, like, yeah. they got to travel, too. I don't, I don't necessarily hold somebody accountable for that. But if you're just being well, a poor parent and somebody is wailing and losing their mind for 15 minutes and just, like, freaking out, like, you got to get out of there. But what would it take? For a restaurant owner or manager to ask you to leave. Yeah. This this to was alleged, you out. allegedly in the story, this had gone on essentially unchecked for 15 minutes. Oh, 15 minutes? Yeah. Wow. That's a And long it's gotta be time. a quiet place. How how long are you in an ice cream shop for that you're there for 15 minutes? And I the don't kids know. Didn't you get time? thrown out of one? No, we didn't get thrown out of one. He we threw just, himself out of one. We, we got <laughs> basically banned. We just my my aunt made the ice cream girl cry. I had yeah. to go back and smooth things over. Oh, oh pun God, intended. <laughs> yes. RJ's talking to her like this, doing the gelato, like the, you know, the, <laughs> what's that slab? Is that a the, cr- the marble slab? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, let me smooth it down. Let me smooth, smooth this thing down. down no, that wasn't that Drop the problem? She didn't want it smooth. She wanted the berries at the top. She wanted she the berries w- at the top, but I'm like, it's all mixed in. And it's just, come oh, on. she didn't want it mixed in? She no, wanted just she, the top scooped off. The top scoop, and I'm like, what are we doing here? <laughs> All right, now she's. I always be- feel so awful for people who their kids melt down for. The, see, it's funny. Like yeah. when you see it, when you witness it, a lot of times, if you're a parent, you feel awful for those people. And when it's actually happening to you, you're like, oh my gosh, everybody is super yeah. annoyed. And with like, me. there's a lot. Of, like, if you don't have, if you never had, if you never had to deal with that, the common thing is, well, you blame the parents, and it's like, dude, they're, they're, we have no control over what's going on. Here. Are the Packers getting a little too confident ahead of their matchup with Sam Fran? That's next in Below the Belt on Sean and RJ. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. The great Bobby Belt. You ruined the morning show. Don't make me take off my belt. Don't make me no, take off no, my belt. We're not. Trash talk, bulletin board material, or just honest analysis and answers. That's the question to look at here ahead of the Green Bay Packers and the San Francisco 49ers playing each other. There were a couple quotes this week from both sides that I'm interested to know if you guys think these are essentially, you know, uh, bulletin board material, things that like, hey, why the hell would you say something stupid like that and give somebody motivation? Or if it's just plain old discussion and answers and analysis. So the first one comes from the Green Bay side. It's their defensive lineman, Devontae Wyatt. And he was asked about Brock Purdy. And he said, when defensive linemen just get pressure into him, he's always thrown off or it's behind them or it's overthrown or short. When you get pressure on him, it's a guarantee we'll get a turnover. And the note there, of course, is uh, Purdy actually led the NFL in passer rating this season when pressured. Amy Trask, there's a couple of, we destroyed Dan Orlovsky and he was too scared last year at the Super Bowl uh, to own what he actually said about the quarterbacks going into the playoffs. He put out a playoff list yesterday. I'm going to call him out and Amy Trask. Oh, no. Uh, Dan oh, Orlovsky. Amy. Okay, well, good for you. Uh, <laughs> Orlovsky's scariest quarterbacks remaining, one through five. I'll go five through one. Jordan Love, Baker Mayfield, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, one. Did not put Brock Purdy on this list and had Baker Mayfield over Brock Purdy. Amy Trask, who is she, Roberto? Uh, She was a former executive with the Raiders years ago. She worked with Michael Lombardi. She said that Brock Purdy's the worst quarterback remaining. There's four games, eight quarterbacks, seven terrific quarterbacks, and Brock Purdy. I am team Brock. I've seen uh, way too many big-time throws. Uh, He, Yes, he processes information and has maybe the best designer of plays, and he's got fantastic weapons. This guy makes big-time throws. He has big-time composure. I think that's really insulting to Brock Purdy. I've seen enough. That's me. That's a uh, tremendous fight and argument. Look, uh, analysts, fans too, they overvalue um, physical skills, arm strength, speed, size, and they undervalue decision-making, being on time, and that's why you're never you're going to get like questions about guys like Brock Purdy, Tua, Tua, Goff, guys who are generally they're just on time. Everything it's and it's so easy to run an offense when your timing is impeccable and you get the ball out when it's supposed to be uh, and your progressions and everything. And that is something that is massively overlooked by the public. And 
like if you have, you know, if Josh Allen has his same career, but he doesn't have the physical tools, but he's a great decision maker, people look at him completely differently than they do. Yes. Now. Yes. And it's not it, it, like physical tools is the dumbest thing to evaluate a quarterback on. You should literally evaluate them just on their decision making as best you can. Mm, I mean, Josh um, Allen was a tools guy. That's what he's saying. That's what I'm saying. No, I know, but I mean, like Josh Allen was evaluated solely on tools, and he's like had success. Well, yeah, because he, he, he had Jordan Love he, was evaluated on tools. Right, he had success, but they, they're also good decision makers. Like, like what I'm he saying, was, he was not at Wyoming. Josh, okay, but again, you, the they've become a good decision maker. Sure, yeah, but like, but when they were initially the evaluating, yeah. it was impossible like, to if see. If you had to tell, if you had to pick, what would you rather have? A great decision maker or a great arm? Every general manager is should take the great decision maker. Is anyone here anti Purdy? I no. want to put it on the no. record. Nope. I think he's very good. Okay. Uh, well, people wanted to give Cam Newton his flowers after Dak got humiliated and embarrassed against the Packers. Cam's the opposite. Cam's the, all the tools and and not the great decision maker. And people were like, all right, don't just give David Carr his flowers after he said that Mariota should replace Jalen Hurts and people tried to cancel him. We tried to cancel Cam after this. And the internet brought it back after this past weekend. As game managers, Brock, Parody, Tua Tonga Valoa, Jared Goff, and really, Dak Prescott. Mm. These are game managers. They're, they're not difference makers. And when you say game manager, I'm not asking you to go out and win the game. I'm just asking you not to lose. Not to lose the game. That's, listen, motherfucker. <laughs> I don't give a damn what you do. You don't have to score every time. You just don't have to throw a pick every time either. If we're going to really call a spade a spade, a game manager is different than a game changer. All right. I, I hate whenever somebody makes a stupid point on one of these type of podcasts, and then there's some, like, you know, lackey sitting in the back going, mm, like, oh, you just said something deep. Like, I hate whenever there's a, a point, and he goes, and honestly, Dak Prescott, and the guy in the background goes, mm, mm. like, oh, yeah, you nailed that, Cam. Mm. Good job. <laughs> mm. I do that sometimes. But, but it's like a legitimate thing. Not RJ like a, just did it. Yeah, we all do. <laughs> Not like it's a hallelujah chorus behind him. That's what I can't stand. I mean, look, did two, did Dak show? Dak had a bad game. That doesn't show he's a game manager. It's just he had a bad game. Well, but Cam said this before that game. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I know. Uh, Tua had a bad game. Tua, that doesn't, that doesn't show he's a game manager. It's just he can't play and win. Jared Goff didn't look like a game manager. Right. Brock Purdy. I mean, sometimes he can, sometimes he isn't. But, like, I don't know. Like, I, I also think that the word game manager, I mean, it's just every quarterback manages the game in some regard. Purdy, Purdy's yeah. beaten people this year. Yes. Like, yeah. Purdy's beaten people with his throws. Like, he's yeah. not just sat back there. Like, I mean, that's a ridiculous take. Now, on the other side, the San Francisco side, are they talking trash here? Either about Jordan Love or about Aaron Rodgers, or is this just, again, gen, like general analysis? This is from Nick Bosa who has sometimes been accused of putting his foot in his mouth a little bit. Well, people also said give him credit for putting the Hurts blueprint out there. When he came out and said this is how you defend Jalen Hurts, mm-hmm. it was over. <laughs> yeah, honestly. It ended. That, that's exactly He said, like, hope, hope uh, Dallas took notes of what we did here, and everybody took notes after that. Nick Bosa was asked about Jordan Love, and his quote was, he said the Packers have a quarterback who does exactly what he's coached to do. Aaron Rodgers is a Hall of Famer and unbelievable, but he kind of went outside the realm of coaching. And sometimes it's good when you have a guy who does what he's coached to do. Is that at all insulting? Uh, no, because I think, like, 
to either guy. Is that insulting no. to Aaron Rodgers or Jordan Love, or is it just he's talking about two different styles? It's different styles. I mean, I, I can make the argument Tom Brady was the most coachable player ever. He, nobody, I believe, ran a game plan to a more perfect tee than Brady, and that's not a knock on him. That That's a credit to him. He didn't deviate. He was patient. He took exactly what the defense gave him on every single play. When they gave him something to attack, he attacked, and they didn't. He took a profit. Like, I, I, that, that makes it, that made him great. He, being coachable is a good thing. It's not like a, I don't think it's a slight. No, but I think the, the way that somebody might interpret that is saying, like, he, read the quote again for me one more time. Goff, okay, let me pull it back up because I just had uh, lost it there. No, basically, the, the quote was about the Pat. He said, the Packers have a quarterback who does exactly what he's coached to do. Aaron Rodgers is a Hall of Famer and unbelievable, but he kind of went outside the realm of coaching. And sometimes it's good when you have a guy who does what he's coached to do. Yeah. So I think when you hear that, the, the negative connotation there is, oh, like the way Goff had McVay in his yeah, ear. Yeah. And he was just, a, he was like, he yeah. was a robot. He I didn't could, do anything on his own. I could spin that as a slight if I was Jordan. I could spin that as a slight. I'm sure they would, too. And be like, oh, "Oh, I'm just a robot. Oh, I'm just a system player. No, I can freelance. As the Cowboy, if you don't don't watch Jordan Love and see that he can freelance and make some ridiculous off, what do they call it? Off-platform. Off-platform or outside-the-box throws, the Cowboys learn that. The Cowboys learn that. Real it really quick. is stunning how much, like, when you watch him release, like, there are, so you can very easily tell he sat behind Aaron Rodgers, which you've said. You yeah. said that the first time. And when you watch him throw, especially when he like gets Kobe that little, to Jordan, like but, Kobe to Jordan, same exact mechanics, love to A-Rod. When he gets that little sidearm thing or, or whatever he's doing, it does look very much like him. By the way, when we talk about Detroit and, oh, my gosh, the city's behind it, do you guys see the, uh, the David Montgomery story? No. What do you talk about? David Montgomery, the Lions running back, said on Monday – he was pumping gas at a gas station, filling up his car, and he said some woman in Detroit approached him just bawling and thanking him for the Lions' playoff win. And he hugged her and thanked her for believing. And David Montgomery said, like, this is an example of, like, what this means to the city right now. And there's this whole, like, groundswell of support that, man, I just, when we talk about, like, I think the Buccaneers have a, a pretty decent shot to make this a competitive game. There does have a sense of, like, there, there there's no more intense environment right now than having to play in Detroit. That That is feeling like a... They are the Pittsburgh Pirate, Kansas City Royal, yeah. upstart baseball playoff crowd. Philadelphia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, no, they like, are. That's the atmosphere. That, that, they, they broke like decibel records or something in that game last week. Those like, are uh, the gunshots. Those are the gunshots. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm fascinated to see that because, you know, Detroit will throw a stinker out there on you every now and then. Look, McCarthy yesterday said we played too fast against Green Bay. I mean, that's that's the big worry if I'm the Lions is, right, fall, you know, playing too fast, falling behind 10 nothing. But They were hyper-focused against the Rams. They had to be. They knew it. Yeah. And I wonder if they can, like, mentally lapse in this game and it bites them. And uh, we, we got to replay this clip and see if this should be a controversy. We can ask G-Bag and Brian Broda specifically since he wanted to put us on blast. Um, Mark Shimura. <laughs> The Green Bay Packers tight end talking about how they should go into San Francisco on ESPN Milwaukee. I go back, and it's little things like this. And the reason we won in 95 when no one gave us a chance in San Francisco is because we intimidated them. I mean, if you, and I always revert to Wayne Simmons, Wayne Simmons kicked the crap out of Brent Jones. And then it got contagious, and then it carried over. That's why you guys are going to think I'm crazy. Well, we already thought uh, that, so go ahead. 
A 15-yard penalty, and I don't condone this, but I kind of do in the playoffs. Um, A 15-yard penalty for a late hit on Brock Purdy is not a bad thing as long as it's worth it. I'm just saying – this but, is the so mindset you go time. into when it's battle. And it's it's kind of like the reverse of hockey. What don't they do in hockey in the playoffs, Joshy? Shave their beards? That and one other thing. They don't fight. They don't fight. <laughs> they don't fight. Right? This is kind of like sometimes a 15-yard penalty is worth it early in the game if you knock the living crap but- out of the guy. And then he kind of like sticking your helmet in the ribs of Nick Bosa is like, Oh, but that I'm hearing ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> Should Christian McCaffrey's mom be on the warpath hey. again during Radio Row? Well, I could say if I'm Mark Chamura, now they won't listen to this in San Fran because they don't listen. But he goes, I didn't say injury, I said scare. Mm. Right? A 15-yard penalty on a late hit, all it does is scare you a little bit. It's like when you throw up and in on a hitter. You're not trying to hurt him, you're trying to scare him. If you say, hey, we need a knee injury, that's that's yeah. a hurt. That's an injury. I, I mean, as uh, as Tolo Steve texted me yesterday, I, I'm absolutely stunned that a guy who uh, famously hit on 17-year-old babysitters is is advocating for something awful like a late hit. Uh <laughs> Which, which yeah. that's that, that's uh that's not slanderous. That that, that is confirmed? objectively that it, he he objectively yeah. did hit on her. He admitted to to hitting on her and behaving the way a married man should not. But he uh, all charges that were uh, brought against him uh were were not guilty. So he does get that. But. And then finally, uh, Mike Tomlin making up for walking off when the reporter asked him about his contract after the Steelers lost to Buffalo yesterday. He had a little different tone. Good afternoon. Uh, in a little better mood today, man. Anybody got any contract questions? <laughs> All right. Well, there it <laughs> is. The it. mate good. That's Love pretty it. good. That, that's a, it's, it's nice clever. to see him be a little light. All right. 24 mm. hours later. Yesterday was about passion, raw motion, flipping out, and the world and AT&T Stadium is burning down. Today, we're going to ask you and all of us what we overreacted to. How much did we overreact and panic too much about the Mike McCarthy decision next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 